practice as we have been. I'm curious if anybody has been in pain since you've been here, physical pain. Just raise your hand if you've had some physical pain and just look around the room, there's a lot of physical pain. Um, Some of us have chronic pain, some of us just the pain of meditation. (laughs) Meditation's painful, (laughs) ouch. So I'm going to talk this morning, we're going to focus in on our bodies and bringing that, remember I I talked about we're going to expand the instruction. So we started yesterday with breath, we included sound, now we're going to include our bodies and of course for many of us pain is a facet of the experience. But one thing to say is don't torture yourself. If you're really uncomfortable, go sit in a chair or switch off, switch off, you know, it's not... um, the, the, there's a pain that comes through meditating because we're sitting in positions that we might not be used to for extended periods of time. But there's also, and sometimes there's physical pain that arises as there's a release of tension and energetic uh, experiences that happen connected to pain. And we can learn to practice with it, but at the same time, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with it. And so as I teach you um, some practices for working with pain, the thing, uh, one of the things that we do with this is we don't spend all our time in states of pain. We find ways to connect with parts of our body that are at ease, that are relaxed, that are okay, and I'll kind of walk you through how we might do that. The most important thing to know with working with pain is that, it, well, two things really. One is that pain there's physical sensations that are happening that are unpleasant, right? They're, they're, and our mind creates stories and makes meaning around them. Oh no, there's something wrong with my knee. What's going to happen? I have to go to the doctor when I leave here. There's stories, but also this is pain. This is pain. My knee is in pain. My back is in pain. When we begin to look more closely with a more concentrated mind at what is happening, we often find that it's actually just a set of interesting sensations that we can become curious about. And so when we practice with it, we can start to just notice all the different aspects, the burning and pounding and uh, intensity and it's shifting in its place and what's happening here. So we're going to bring this quality of mindfulness to explore the pain. And then also notice the way we get lost in the stories. As I said, there's something wrong with me. What am I doing? Meditation is bad for your health. Whatever your story is that you're carrying about the pain, we can learn to separate them so that we can be simply with the experience and have, therefore, more capacity to hold it and tolerate it. And so when mindfulness is done in the context of people with chronic pain, the research shows that some people's pain symptoms lessen, but across the board there seems to be a reporting that people increase their tolerance for pain, their capacity to be with pain, as well as their quality of life changes positively. So we're going to explore that in our own experience. And you have this amazing laboratory called an achy body on day two of a meditation retreat. So let's begin by uh, settling back into a posture that's comfortable. 
to the best of your abilities. And as I said, if you need to make adjustments, feel free to do so. Taking a few breaths to settle, connect with yourself. We can start this practice by listening to the sounds around us. Turning your attention to the sounds in the room or the sounds outside the room. Sounds inside you, sound of my voice. Noticing sounds as they come and go. Open, curious. Not getting lost in the storyline about sounds. I like or I don't like. What is this? What kind of bird? Just listening. And then dropping your attention into your body. Just noticing the array of sensations happening in your body in this moment. There's vibration and warmth and heaviness and comfort and discomfort, tightness, openness, Spaciousness, tingling, movement. As you turn your attention to your body, you might notice one area that really grabs your attention. And if that's the case, just notice it. Notice what it feels like. Maybe it expands or contracts, shifts into something else. Or perhaps your attention is drawn to multiple sensations being pulled throughout your body. (coughs) Sensation to sensation. Sometimes you can have just a kind of holistic sense of your body, feeling it present here with many things happening inside it 
the aliveness of your body. Not getting lost in stories. Staying with the direct experience of the physical sensations. And then turning your attention to your breathing. This is a major sensation happening inside your body. The rising and falling of your abdomen or chest. The in and out sensation at your nose. Breath after breath. Expansion, contraction, rising, falling, in, out. However you experience it. So if breath is your main focus, keep going with breath. If sound is what you're focusing on, can keep going with sound. For the first part of the meditation, we'll simply continue on as we've been doing, cultivating more concentration as we stay with breath after breath or sound after sound. Attention wanders, then we bring it back. We can say thinking or wandering, and gently bringing it back. In a little while, I'll do some guidance around working with pain. But just to know right now, if you have some physical pain, you can Notice what you're feeling, the experience of the aching, burning, stabbing, whatever it is. Just get curious about it. But spend only a little bit of time there and then come back to your main focus. It's hard to stay with pain for an extended period of time. So just notice it, feel it, sense it. Notice what happens to it as you notice it. And then come back to what you were focusing on. Last thing to say is that if your main focus is the breath, and then a sound or a body sensation get really strong, Focus on it for a bit. Notice it, sense it. 
and come back to your main focus. So you don't have to stay completely and only with your breath. You can go a little bit to what is calling out to you, sound or body sensation, and then coming back to your main focus. So practice like this for a bit.
As we continue meditating, we're going to explore some ways to work with physical pain. So if you have pain in your body right now, you're all set, ready to go. If you don't have any physical pain for this exercise, use the strongest sensation in your body and then you'll know what to do when pain arises at some point in the future. So first begin by finding a part of your body that feels at ease, good, neutral, at the very least, safe. Oftentimes it can be our hands or our feet. Just find another part of your body that feels good. If no part of your body feels good, see if you can remember a time you felt at ease or a place you felt at ease, or you can even look out the window and look at the beauty outside. In our mind now, everybody sense the part of our body that's at ease or good or safe, our hands or feet or something external. And breathe and notice. And then bring your attention to the part of your body that's in pain or discomfort or is unpleasant. And notice what sensations are there. Tightness, pressure, stabbing, burning, and so on. See if you can soften, soften around the sensations. And breathe and feel. And then bring your attention back to wherever it's easy. Feeling your hands or feet. Noticing the vibration, the tingling, whatever it is. Notice if you have a story about this particular sensation. I don't like it. There's something wrong with me. It's going to lead to something bad. That's just a story. What is the direct experience of the physical pain? Bring your attention back to that area and feel this painful place this unpleasant set of sensations. Might be expanding, shifting, growing, shrinking, disappearing. Soften. Let it be here. 
go back to wherever it's easy. Hands, feet, could be your breath. Noticing how that feels. And at your own pace and speed, just go back and forth between the difficult and the easy place. You could spend a lot of time in one place or a little bit of time. It's up to you. Just experiment right now and see what happens. Aware of the sensations, the interesting, unpleasant sensations. Stay soft and breathe. Moving back and forth, maybe spend a minute or 10 seconds or one second in the difficult area. Maybe stay a while because you have curiosity, awareness. It's easy to stay. Maybe you have enough energy that is easy. You're just really curious about these sensations that make up our conception of pain. Now go back to wherever it's easy, feels good, or at least neutral, hands, feet, or external. Notice if it's possible to stay connected to the part of you that feels okay and kind of cast almost a sidelong glance at the physical pain. Is it possible to both feel grounded and present and okay, and yet there is pain occurring in your body. Making sure to breathe. Now offer some kindness to yourself. Bring in the loving kindness practice. Kindness to yourself for feeling the discomfort. You can imagine gently touching the part of your body that's aching. 
whatever occurs to you that feels kind. And notice what happens when you bring this kindness to this discomfort. So we'll move back into our silent practice and you can continue to work with areas of discomfort or you can go back to your anchor, your main focus, or just see where you are. See what's live, what's happening for you in your meditation in this moment and how can we Be aware of whatever it is that's happening.
So how many people, when you did that exercise with the pain, found that the pain got better? Raise your hand if it got better. How many people found that it stayed the same? How about got worse? Nobody? Well, one of those three things were going to happen. <laughs> um, we sometimes think that if we can be mindful of the pain, maybe it'll go away. You know, that's, that's the underlying thing. It's something unpleasant. You want to be mind, mindful it out of existence. And it's really wonderful when that happens. So you have a tool for helping, hopefully, sometimes it does ameliorate the pain. But um, what it more importantly does is it gives us tools to hold whatever is there, right? So even if the pain doesn't go away, we still can be aware and we can still be okay. You know, this is the equanimity that I was talking about last night, that we can be okay even in the midst of the pain. And that's why I had you do that thing where I call a sidelong glance, where you basically can be present with other aspects of your experience, and the pain is arising, but it's just physical pain. It's just discomfort. And sometimes the investigation of it actually allows it to soften. We soften, and it can disappear or morph and shift into something else. Sometimes it intensifies. But the other thing that's really important about working with pain is that we begin to understand pain and our relationship to it. So I'm a person who avoids it. I'm someone who dives right in. We start to see as a kind of microcosm how we work with pain, and that can give us insight into handling it outside in life. So it's an interesting, so it's, I don't wish physical pain on any of you. And if it's there, it's, it's an incredible field to investigate in our meditation practice. And you can move. You know, you don't have to sit and bear it. I'm going to understand pain. You know, okay. It's actually, I think I'll have a little bit more ease in my mind if I just shift my position. So questions or comments about working with pain or anything else that's coming up in your meditation. This is a time in the morning where we... We hear what's happening with you and uh, answer any questions. I started to develop pain in my shoulder yesterday. I started to relax more, and it was frustrating that as I was relaxing, this pain was rising up. And one of you said something yesterday about softening the belly. Mm -hmm. And I tend to try and breathe in my chest, heart practice. And try and stay kind of core strength, you know, just kind of hold a little bit of tensionality in my stomach to help me feel more upright. I really started to work with that this morning, and as I released the lower half of my, you know, breathing and letting my, my, my belly out, uh, it, I felt it relax the whole rest of my spine. It all started to, I had to go back and forth because it kept. Maybe my stomach kept wanting to tense up and I wanted to be upright and have good posture and I felt like I was slouching. But as I worked with it, it really helped to just, and I just kept adding my let it go, continue to let go and let go and it, it's, it's softened a bit. Mm. Thank you. Did you hear the, what he said? Could you hear it? So, um, so this is important to keep in mind. I'm just going to pull out something that you're saying. 
Sometimes we have ideas about what we're supposed to be doing in our meditation practice. I got to keep my core strong, my back upright, and and that's actually it's just an idea. It's a story we tell ourselves. And when we begin to really feel into what's happening, we may find an entirely different experience. It's just kind of what you sort of listen to. Oh, what would happen if I just soften? And then it was what your body needed in that time. And so we really learn the skill of cultivating an inner listening as we meditate. Um, And it takes time to develop, but we see the results when we have an experience. We go, oh, wow, something shifted because I paid attention in a new way. So it's great that that happened. Thank you for sharing that. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you could articulate on that a little bit more because something that's come up in my uh, practice outside of the context of pain uh-huh. is will be uh, paying attention to some aspect of, say, my breath, the expansion of my contraction of my stomach, and a different sensation will arise, and I'll try to like partition my attention to both those experiences, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't—it's kind of not—it doesn't seem possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so you're asking great questions about the way awareness works and how to be aware. Like, what happens? I mean, he was asking initially about that concept I was giving of the sidelong glance, but I think you're asking really a different question about—I can answer that—but how to. Be aware when there are multiple things going on. What are you aware of? And so, there, so awareness is so interesting, and there, there's many ways of being aware. What we're offering you right now is we're starting in the in the um, simplest way possible, which is pay attention to one thing. <laughs> okay, the breath, for instance, the breath. And it won't. And as I said, the breath doesn't work for everybody. So sound is a good option for people who it doesn't work for. You're with your breath. And then something distracts you and pulls you away. And it could be something happening in your body. It could be a thought. And for the most part, you sort of acknowledge it. Oh, I'm thinking. And then you come back to your main focus. But sometimes something arises that really is right there. And, and, and if you try to ignore it and just go back to your main focus, it's not going it, it to, it feels like you're in conflict a little bit. In that case, Turn your attention to the new thing. Oh, my shoulder is aching and now it's expanding and moving. And, and then when it stops holding your attention or doesn't grab you anymore or it stops, then just go back to the main focus. So that's a, that's a way that you can practice in a kind of, it feels less like we're, we're fighting our experience, right? So that's, that's generally, so, so it, if we stay with one object of awareness, we call it object of awareness, it's kind of just a term, one thing that you're focusing on, it cultivates concentration, but we don't want to. We don't want to. If there are other things happening that are very compelling, we don't want to stay there to the exclusion of that. We could. That's one way to practice. But at this point, as we're starting to open up a little bit more in our meditation, why not? You can notice something. Then I'm just going to throw in another piece because it's also possible, and we'll explore this later to have a kind of more general awareness of multiple things arising in your experience. And if that's happening organically in your meditation practice, great, let it happen. Otherwise, you can be a little bit more deliberate. Get it? Getting it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, that's a good question about the difference between fixating on something that you're thinking about yourself and an actual meditative insight, let's just say. Um, yeah, they, could, they can masquerade as one another anyway. Um, there's a kind of thing, I, think, I tend to think of as insights uh, as something that's arising from within us, uh, like, like kind of more of a, a body knowing than a head down, the, I, ha- I have this, under- this, this knowledge about myself. Right? When we, w- insights are, seem to me to be more organically arising, like they just appear. And I often, they often appear for me with a sense of like a deep knowing this is, to be, this is true. Right? It's like a settling in. Versus, I'm really the kind of person who should have you know, taken piano when I was five, because, and that's what's ruined my life. And that, Oh, that's an insight. That's a really important insight. That is not... <laughs> That's not an insight. That's rumination about that. You know, I think I'm thinking something important about my life, but those, those always seem like deep knowings to me. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. Um, so what? I, so I'm going to encourage you this as a practice. When you notice your mind going off in something, and it feels like, wow, this is profound. Listen and pay attention to your, what's your body doing. Is your body connect? Is there a feeling of, yes, this is true, or is it more like? Sounds good, you know. You know. I mean, there's a difference. You know what I'm talking about? There's a difference. When you know that aha moment, when you hear wisdom, when wisdom arises from within you, you know it, you can feel it, versus all the theories and all the discursive thinking we tend to have. So just play with it. And don't, don't worry too much about it. Just let it be organic. Yeah. Yes? I'm just wondering, I had an experience once in labor, and I was in intense pain, uh, and I felt I can't, I can't stand this anymore. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I realized, what am I thinking? This is the most important thing I've ever done in my life, and this is what I want to do more than anything else in the world. Of course I can stand it. And everything transformed. Mm-hmm. It's not that the sensation went away at all, but I, my attitude towards it transformed it so it no longer felt unbearable. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I feel like that's a lesson for, can be a lesson for life, although most things we don't see quite as strongly as miracles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, thank you for saying that. It's a beautiful... Um, reminder, and, and, and it's really getting to the heart of what we're talking about with pain. So much of it has to do with our perception of it, right? And so, so we could be having this physical pain, just like you're saying, you're having a childbirth is incredibly painful, but when you reframe it, 
and you shift the motivation around, you see it, it, it becomes this extraordinary experience. So when we're having, obviously, no one's giving birth, although your wife could conceivably in the hall, but as far as I know, <laughs> nobody is going to do that here, and our pain is a little bit more ordinary. But what we have the, um, what we have the opportunity to do is reframe it from, oh, this horrible thing that's ruining my meditation, to a set of really interesting, uncomfortable sensations that I can learn and grow from. Wow, what a mental shift. So we can play, so that's, I'm gonna take your analogy to use it in that way. So thank you for bringing that up. All right, I have a few announcements and the announcements are this. Um, Following this, we have practice meeting. So you'll be meeting in small groups with one of the three of us. And, uh, and they'll be in three different rooms. So you have to have everybody has everybody checked the board outside. It's mostly people who've never who it's their first meditation retreat. So but make sure everybody looks at the board on the left and know when your meeting is. If your meeting is not today, you'll have it tomorrow. So it's just it's just divided somewhat randomly. They're in, um, they're in room one and two, which are the rooms when you exit the glass doors on the right. And if you're meeting with me, it's in the council house where you registered. These meetings are opportunities to meet in a small group and just kind of share what's going on in your practice so that the teachers get a sense of what's happening and can give you guidance. And it's also helpful because you hear from other people and then you realize you're not the only one having that, that experience. So it's a nice um, opportunity just to, to get some support during the retreat. We ask that you be on time and, um, and you do, they're, they're not optional. So you do need to go because we need to make sure we know what's happening with everybody. In the afternoon, Carol will be doing sign-up interviews. So this is primarily for people who didn't get a meeting today and still need to talk to a teacher. If you have something going on, that's, that's, uh, it would be helpful to get some support around. You can sign up for, an, for a 10, 15-minute meeting with Carol, which, and there's a sign-up on the board for that. Um, the yoga today in the afternoon, I heard it was a sauna in there last night. It was hot yoga. You went to like a Bikram yoga <laughs> class. Is that what happened? Um, the air conditioner will be on. So please, if, you, if that's your time you, you over there, you, uh, there will be air conditioning. So don't worry about that. And I think that's it. Everybody's clear about what's happening next? No questions? All right. Well, have a beautiful day of practice. Enjoy.